Hello and welcome to another episode of Winning Healthcare Food Fights Without the Mess. This is Hunter Schultz, and I'm very happy today to have as my guest, my old buddy, friend, collaborator, Michael Jackson. And I think we have probably known each other for 18, 19 years now. Jeez, it's been a while, hasn't it? That's yeah. amazing. And, you know, I've gone from brown, mostly brown hair to now mostly gray, all gray hair. From you and me hair. both. You and yeah. me both. I still have hair. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that works. So the audience is essentially a, a sitting on a fence post listening to us talking about, about health care, which is what the show is all about. And you are, and it's up to you how much you want to reveal, because once you do that, it's out on the internet and privacy is a big deal. Got that. But you're dealing with healthcare issues that many Americans are dealing with. Some of them are, um, you know, put a, put a damper on your lifestyle, your back, for they instance. They do. And it's, it's actually very interesting that I really, really, really now completely understand the phrase about um, youth is wasted on the young. <laughs> more ways than one. <laughs> It is totally wasted on the young. Uh, and But I guess the real thing about it is you don't really understand that phrase until you get older and it and it all hits you because you can't experience it. It's like you don't know what the heat on the hot stove feels like until you touched it and got burned, right? Right. Uh, people can tell you about it, but until it happens, it's like, yeah, it's just a philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Entropy sucks. I don't know. I mean, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I connected two dots there and I don't, you know, probably doesn't work, but I'll have to look up entropy. Yeah. <laughs> look up Thomas Pynchon while you're at it. Okay, we'll do. It's something that, and, and I've been writing and studying this now for a number of years, and it's something that everyone in the United States, anyway, everyone faces. Everyone has this problem, and that is that primary care, which is the single most important element of healthcare. As sadly lacking. So if you hear me ranting about uh, primary care and how lousy it is in the U.S. in general, uh, I am ranting about the system. I am not ranting about physicians because they're stuck within a system. And the good news is, is that the system is or the doctors are now getting out of that system and are becoming freer and they're becoming they're, they're doing what their their life's purpose is and what they signed on for many years ago for medical school and then residency and and now private practice so you're yeah you're I, I that's interesting we we have to talk about that in the context of people who have insurance and people who don't have insurance and then they getting the um uh, insurance assistance and stuff like that because right now i don't have insurance so i'm getting assistance however i, I will say that one of the things that um, I am seriously considering is the um, um, uh, direct primary care because I had no idea that the cheap, the price of it was so inexpensive. What, so, what did you? What have you seen about it that that appealed to you? Um, I, I haven't studied it enough in depth, but what I, what initially appealed to me was the fact that it's affordable. <laughs> I mean, you can be absolutely poor and afford to have a primary care physician because of the prices. I mean, we're looking at something like maybe $50, $100 a month 
to have a doctor that you can call and talk to and say, hey, you know, my finger hurts or I've got a headache or there's a whatever is going wrong and they can see you. And I love the fact that you can do it online. I think you don't have to get in the car and go anywhere. I love the fact that all your records are in one place. It's just those things that make a lot of sense. So as we go through this journey and I make some phone calls and I start finding out more about it, I'll let you know what, what I find. But initially it was the amazing cost savings. And I don't think people know that um, because they probably look at that as like their doctor's visits now, what's cost them however much just to, to have to go into the office and see a doctor. So I think the technology of just being able to stay at my home, shoot them, shoot them uh, some uh, message, open up a camera, talk to them face to face is brilliant. Yeah. There's, there's a, the common denominator is access to care. And I hear that from people from both sides of the both sides of the fence, you know. You know, and I think you have to break down that whole access to care because access to care isn't just uh, I can go see a doctor. It's actually having a doctor is access and being able to afford doctor is access. You know, so you got those two things to look at when you're talking about access, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's so. it's it's a big. That's part of the attraction, of course, to Medicare for all. And mm -hmm. Medicare for all is 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 essentially saying, yeah, you're you can't be turned away. It's you go in and and you can you can talk about whether it's it's free or not. It isn't free. It's paid for some way. Some way. Right. Someone's going to pay for it. Yeah. Whether it's society or the individual, it gets paid for. Um, but it, but, but the good the good thing about it, you know, my my dad would always ask when something happens, ask yourself what's good about it. One of the good things about the concept is the fact that you have access. Now, the next question is, what do you have access to? And that's a whole nother issue. Correct. So it's it, what, what you're heading towards in terms of prime, direct primary care is a direct relationship with a physician who works for you, no one else. And that, that part of it is important. The other part is that, that included in your monthly fee is the access via phone or chat or you know, and, and the convenience that you have knowing you don't have to go in all the time. You don't have to wait a week for an appointment. You, if you do need to go in, it's usually same day or next day. Yeah. And so there's a convenience and productivity factor there that is great. And then you also have something else which you sort of alluded to, and that was the confidence that you've got someone who's got your back. Absolutely. Medical. You know what, what, what I think we should do? is as I continue going through this journey with all my aches and pains and ailments and medicines and life, I should just report into you every once in a while and let you know like, hey, I checked out these doctors on, um, you know, direct primary care. Here's what I found and here's what I decided and checked and um, just let you and whoever's listening to this know here's what my journey is and maybe yours will be the same or better or different. And we can just talk about those things. Yeah, it's, I, I yeah. agree. It's sort of, it's reminding me of my dinner with Andre, except this is my conversation with Michael. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, this, this, for anyone who is actually, you know, I mean, things that I'm probably going to be talking about, it, it's so weird because, you know, you go and fill out those little sheets to say, do you have this ailment and that ailment? And all mine used to be no, 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 no. Are you allergic to anything? No, 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 no. And now it's like, what's the problem? Um, let me see. Fell off my bike, was in a con had concussions forever, couldn't walk for many months. Um, you know, uh, now my back hurts, have herniated disc, you know, um, diabetes, heart conditions, overweight, 
I am like the walking compendium of like the health conditions that you don't want to have. <laughs> well, it's, it's, a lot of that is, is, of course, chronic care. And chronic yeah. care right now, the system, and this is an important point for the for people listening in, the system, basically, you go to a primary care doctor who sends you to a specialist. And, and the problem is the system forces them to do that. They don't have the time to deal with chronic care. So you're sent to a specialist. That's number one. Yeah. So what, what direct primary care is going to do for you is the doctor is going to have the time to sit and, and connect all the dots and then provide the continuity of care. Well, you know what will be interesting to see is that actually happens because I guess the way that I think about it, I was going to say the way I was brought up, and I guess I mean the way I was brought up in the health care system is, you know, you go to your regular doctor for um, a cold or flu or if you, you know, need stitches or whatever that is. Um, and then they always send you off, you know, if you've got a heartworm or they send you to a cardiologist or if you've got a head problem, they send you to a neurologist. I've got, I have specialist doctors for everything right now. Um, and even though I'm in the same city and they're all on the, basically the same system, I, it astounds me that I have to answer the same questions over and over because it's not really the same and that not everybody writes up their reports as well as the next person. Um, and nobody's all, no one's heard all the stories that I've had to tell. So it'll be interesting to me to see if with direct primary care, I can get everybody coordinated. That will be a amazing feat if that happens. Well, that, that's, that is probably one of the, one of the, mo that is probably one of the single most important benefits of having a primary care physician who has the time and, and, and the thing that most people don't get is how comprehensive primary care can be if it's done right. That's what shocks a lot of people. They have no clue. And well, when they get I it, guess that, that, that is the question, right? Because, um, in my case, you know, I like right now I've got herniated disc is my direct primary care physician simply going to say, oh, well, you need to go see this other doctor to take care of that because I don't do, you know, herniated disc. Um, how does that, that, that's where I'm a little confused about direct primary care and why that's, other than costs, why it's different than going to a regular physician's office that's to my general family doctor. Well, two things, the general family, unless you have, it's, it is the, it's two things. It's the billing system, which enables it. It's the monthly membership fee, which enables the time. And so they're not looking at their watch. They have time to, uh, um, you know, listen to you. They can, they can deal with, they may, they may send you to get an MRI or in this case, they're going to look at whatever imagery you have and they're going to look, they can handle things like that. They can deliver babies. They can, they can do, I see it on my Twitter feed all the time. I see, uh, direct primary care doctors talking about, you know, stitching up someone on a Saturday night, 6.30 p.m. that, you know, it's included in the membership fee. It takes 10 minutes. They stitch a, stitch up a baseball player's, you know, gash on his head, send him home, and no charge except for maybe uh, 20 cents for the cat gut that, you know, <laughs> for the stitches. But they didn't go to the emergency. You don't need to go to an emergency room. You don't need to go to urgent care for that. A, a primary care doctor, it's shocking how much they can do. 
Well, it actually it will be. I'm excited to uh, start making some phone calls. And I wonder if um, maybe the next time we get together, um, we can't just go over like my my journey of okay, I found these people by going on the internet. I found these these people by you know getting referrals, and I finally interviewed some people and I chose X Y Z person. You yeah, know, that's a good idea. Um, I like that, and it would be it, it, it's going to be interesting to hear your perceptions of the differences too between what you have now and and what you'll what you'll theoretically have and should have later and one of the resources i would suggest is is going on your favorite search engine and and, and looking uh, for dpc mapper yeah well i'm in i i'm in florida and given the uh, number of people that come here for vacation and retirement and weather and everything else. I think we'll probably have a good choice of doctors here. Probably. probably. I, I know there are a few. Yes. I know there are, I know, well, there are many down in Florida. I know that because I've been on DPC Mapper a number of times. So I don't think uh, you're going to have a problem finding that. It's not true everywhere. It is growing, which is good. Uh, there are some limitations right now, but for people who are don't have insurance that are out of the system at the moment, you, you know, the, the thing that I put in the book, the observation I make is that people who have direct primary care in many cases have better health care than people with insurance because they're actually um, getting care. Isn't that the um, the overall goal to uh, have the better care than the people who have the insurance? It's yeah. Well, it, the overall goal is to get everyone on the same page and have everyone getting the the, the attribute, everyone receiving the, the same great healthcare. Yeah. And, and, but the irony is that people who have insurance now are stuck in a system where the doctors working at a hospital or working for a large practice group, uh, independent physicians, the, the, the number has been going down over the years. So you have fewer doctors working independently and they're working for who are they working for you? Well, no, not necessarily. Uh, if they're working in a hospital, they could be referring you to the hospital's MRI. And conveniently, those things are, you know, could be two, three thousand bucks. Your direct primary care doctor, on the other hand, is going to point you to someplace that could be 500. So, you know, these are the things that, that people don't realize. You're a healthcare consumer. You're definitely a healthcare consumer because you don't have insurance. Mm -hmm. But there are. So if you've got direct primary care and you have to go for an MRI, which is going to cost somebody something, most likely me, mm -hmm. um, you're saying you can go to any place to have your MRI done and then just take that back to the doctor, those results back to the doctor, or they'll send them back to the primary care doctor? Right. What your, doc, what your, primary, what your direct primary care doctor is going to do is they are probably already have uh, a, they may even be able to dispense medications in office, which is in office dispensing, which can save a boatload of money that, that in some cases pays for years worth of memberships right there. So in essence, uh, that physician's going to make an agreement with an MRI, an independent MRI, uh, facility and CAT scan and send patients there for an agreed upon fee. So they know they're going to quote you. It's all transparent. In other words, you're not guessing how much this is going to cost. You're not going to get a surprise bill. Whereas insurance, a lot of people just think their copay covers it and then they get a surprise bill. <laughs> so hard. if I have direct primary care, do I not want insurance? 
No, you do need insurance. The thing right now is that that it's very difficult for, well, and and I'm not I'm I'm not going to place blame here, but after Obamacare was enacted, catastrophic care policies like what I have in Panama, I have a catastrophic care policy, and if I tell you how much I spend a year on that, you'll cry. Um, and and I'll and I'll tell you anyway because it's it's a lesson. It's the system that we're in down here is far less intrusive, and it's different. And that's what gives me a little bit of that that edge when looking at at the U.S. system. I, I'll spend between direct primary care and my insurance, which essentially I'm responsible for anything under twenty five hundred a year. That's my deductible. Right. Anything over that is a hundred percent. And I pay your insurance. Insurance, right? That that handles all the catastrophic stuff. MRI. So really, know. the way that you're doing it is you've got. Uh, direct primary care that you pay X number of dollars per month for, and then you've got a a a uh, out of pocket expense that will not exceed twenty five hundred dollars. So just as a example, let's just pretend you're spending a hundred dollars a month on primary care, probably less. 40. So that's a hundred times twelve is twelve hundred. Plus, if you had a big problem in a year, that'd be twenty five hundred. So you're looking at thirty seven hundred total out of pocket for a year. Right. Okay. That's actually less. I pay four or four eighty a year for direct prime. Forty dollars a month. It's four eighty a year. And okay. you know, I, I have a credit card that we keep uh uh you know free for anything like that. It it, it, it means I can cover that twenty five hundred. It's it's strictly a, a credit card for medical. Okay. So and so then if you need to go to to get an MRI uh and your primary care doctor says, Well, I've got to deal with these guys over here you could go there or you could go somewhere else if you wanted to because your insurance is going to cover that. I, I would not put it on the insurance because it's – it's. Um, I mean I would submit it as part of my deductible, but they're not going to cover it. Right now, an MRI here is about uh, – well, depending on where you go, about four to 500 bucks. So why would your insurance not cover it? Because my deductible is 2,500 a year. Okay, so let's say you've you've got your twenty five hundred paid. You're you're done. You you paid that. Mm-hmm. After that, your doctor sends you to get an MRI. You can go wherever you want, and your insurance will pay for it. Correct. So the real the best combination then is to have direct primary care plus insurance. Correct. That is the ideal. That's okay. the ideal. What what remember insurance? The problem is over the years, insurance has morphed into prepaid health care. And, and the notion that if you don't have insurance, you can't get care, which is nonsense. I mean, you're, you'll discover that as you progress through this journey, and I'm very excited for you. Oh, no, I, I, I have care right now. I've actually had pretty good care. Yeah. And I don't have insurance. Yeah, but um, you, what, what you'll get, and I'll spend, um, well, right now it's $80, $80 a month for the catastrophic care policy. I guess, let me see. So really, if somebody wants to get into this, they're going to have to get direct primary care yep. physician. Mm-hmm. Now, why the difference between the direct primary care physician and the general uh, family doctor? They're the same they're doctor. Direct, say again? It's the same doctor. It's the same MD. doctor. Yeah, same, same in terms of medicine, in terms of the actual care. It's the same doctor. It's the billing system that separates them. 
the, okay. the, the normal physician who takes insurance is going to have a deductible, a copay, you know, the insurance paperwork, which is why you're filling out the forms every time you go in. Um, well, well, with your specialist anyway, but it, it's typical you're going, you know, where's your insurance card, blah, blah, blah. The direct primary care doctor, because it's membership, because you pay a monthly membership fee, you don't, and it's direct to the doctor. They don't have a, they don't need a back office. It's real simple. It's majesty and simplicity. Steve Jobs would love it. <laughs> right. Now, if you have the, forget direct primary care for now, if you have just the regular family doctor, those visits, don't they count against your $2,500 a year deductible? Um, no, not, not necessarily in my that what, what this is covering is hospital, basically major medical. So you've got direct primary care and major medical. Correct. As opposed to like the family visits and the um, comprehensive. checkups and all that. Right. It's, 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 healthcare in the U.S. is more like comprehensive uh, insurance. Auto insurance, right. Well, <laughs> well, it, well, auto insurance is actually a great metaphor because, because of the way you view insurance. But getting back to... Um, what, what the way I use insurance here, it's a tool. It's a financial risk tool. Basically, in my mind, it's anything. If anything happens to me, because care is my care is very inexpensive. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have, uh, I don't have the U.S. system to deal with. So everything here is a lot cheaper. I don't have to worry so much about what I worry about is, you know, like heart attack, stroke, auto accident, the catastrophic stuff that requires hospitalization. It used to be called mm -hmm. major medical. When right. we were, when we, well, when I was younger, a lot younger, uh, before the advent of Medicare, it was called major medical. And it covered things like when it hit the fan. But your family doctor, your doctor down the street who knew you when you were a kid and, and you'd go to them and if you were sick, they'd come to the home. It was called a house call. That does not mean they called you on the phone. They actually came to the house. And, you you know, you, you had one doctor who cared for you. And depending on where you were, those doctors might have been paid in cash or they might have been paid in chickens. <laughs> you know, but it was, it was family medicine. It was your family doctor. And that's the, 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 the thing that, that you knew they were in your corner and they knew you. They knew you really, really well. Is it possible for someone to have uh, just insurance and have a primary doctor, being a family physician, that works the same as a direct primary care physician? In other words, is it is the thing that's stopping the general family doctor from helping you the fact that they don't have time because of their billing system that's part of it it's a big part of it the regulations that they that they have to deal with uh the compliance stuff they have to deal with it's one of the things you can ask your doctor i mean ask a mm -hmm. physician just ask you know, no one has to take my word for it just ask your doctor how much time they spend what consumes your time the most and it will not be patience it'll be paperwork It'll be mm -hmm. EMRs, especially EHRs, electronic health records. So, again, blame the system, not the doctor, uh, and that's really, really important. I can't, I can't stress it enough. But you'll find, you will find when you go in and talk to a direct primary care physician how free they feel. They love what they do. 
And don't you want a doctor that <laughs> you know, kind of loves what they do and they're not depressed? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. By the next time we talk, I am going to begin this journey. And I'm going to look at a um, DPC doctor and see what it does for me. And uh, that'll, I think that should be our next conversation. Yeah, I agree. Because they'll have more, um, more knowledge, more experience, I guess, with it when, when we do the next conversation. I think, yeah, the next conversation, I, I, I'm, I'll be very curious in how you feel and, and yeah. your, your perspective, how it's changed. Because they're going to they're gonna dial it in for you, what they can and can't do and, and you know, what your options are. They may talk to your, if you sign on, they may talk, they're going to talk to your specialists and say, you know, now I'm coordinating the care and, and, and keep in mind something specialists are now providing a lot of primary care and that's not good because specialists, primary care is actually a specialty, although most people don't think of it as a specialty, but it is, right. uh, but Think of it this way. A primary care physician is like a, uh, an, a general mechanic for a car. They know a car's systems. And they know if something isn't working right, they're going to look at the car and go, okay, there's a backfire coming out of, the, out of the tailpipe, but that could be an ignition problem. So it's two different systems. You have an exhaust system. You have an ignition system. So anyway, uh, a, a specialist is you know, like Midas Muffler. Or, you know, whatever muffler shop. That's a specialist. You're going in to get your muffler replaced. Whereas the general practitioner is looking at all the systems within your body and how they're supposed to work together and then try and figure out where's Waldo. We know we have a problem. What's going on? And they don't have the time to do that. Houston, we have a problem. Right. You know, it'll be interesting on my journey because one thing that is um – it's uh, unique. Well, it's not, it's not unique just to me, but I mean, it is unique is that um, as I start making more money with my business, I will be out of the um, health plan that I'm in now and I will be back into um, buying insurance and everything else right now because I don't make enough money. Uh, I'm in, it's, it's like financial aid, but I can't remember the name of it, um, but it's like that. So I'm getting assistance through different clinics and I get to go to the specialist and my things are all taken care of yeah. as I move back into making more money, I will fall out of that system and then I'll have to start paying for my direct primary care and insurance or specialists, which I can't afford, you know, like my back surgery is probably like a hundred thousand dollar thing. Don't want to pay for that. <laughs> no. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see like, you know, I will pass through all of the financial um, areas from, you know, broke to making money to making a lot more money and from, you know, basically free care up to I have to pay for all care. So along that journey, which won't take too long, um, it'll be interesting to see what the changes are. Well, you know, your describe describe for the listener what your business is because they, it, it – it may help them grasp why the, the convenience factor is so important for you and in, in, in terms of getting care. Well, my, my current business, I do two things. One is I'm a, a pet photographer, so that's pretty pretty self-explanatory. I take pictures of people's pets and make everybody happy by looking at those pictures. And then second thing that I do, um, this is um, I do social media management, or my company does social media management for other companies. So... Basically, what I want to do is make local businesses internet famous, 
so that they start bringing in more customers and uh, build their business and make more money. So the process of doing that requires you to be available and requires you to be on top of things. And, and it so does. it's a, um, it's definitely a computer centric, internet centric business, right? Mm. So you've got to be up on whatever the latest uh, trends are in terms of uh, internet marketing, um, uh, what the latest networks are, who's on which networks, um, everything about it, the times that people are on, what kinds of people are viewing what material, who's posting, who you make friends with, who the influencers are, all those sorts of things. You're sort of a uh, general practitioner for the internet. <laughs> yeah. How about that? In, in way, well, you know, it, 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 part of this is the access, you know, you, you have to be available and sitting in a doctor's office, you know, for three hours waiting to see the doctor isn't exactly time, you know, time effective yeah. or efficient. So Correct. you have a real business reason for wanting to be able to have access, fairly quick access to a doctor. And a doctor, a direct primary care doctor is going to give you some guidelines. Let's say, you know, if you feel this, given your medical condition, Michael, if you feel this at night, it's probably normal. But if this mm -hmm. happens, I want you to get in touch with me. You know, I want you to call. And they will give you the, the guidelines, if you will, about th that access. And, and they're there 24-7, basically, if something hits the fan. The other, thing that, the other thing that I love, speaking personally, is that my physician, if I go into the hospital... I mean, it's one of the first phone calls that's going to be made is to my own doctor and say, Hey, I'm in the hospital. <laughs> can you come help me? <laughs> I yeah. mean, can you, you know, can you, you know me best, doc. You're the one who's going to interpret how I am and how I react to things. No, don't go in there and tell him this because he doesn't react well to that. Give it to him as a challenge. Sure. Then, you know, the, 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 Patient knowledge is really important, and especially for patients, if something hits the fan, a lot of patients are not good patients in a hospital setting. I mean, they're, they, they, they're, they're in a totally different environment. They freak out. You know, some, some get angry, and they're frustrated, and, and they lash out at healthcare professionals, which is sadly becoming more, uh, more common uh, for some odd reason. And that's been going on now for quite a few, quite a few years. Mm -hmm. But so people under duress, they, they act differently. We all wish we could be James Bond and, and, you know, Clint Eastwood, but we're not. <laughs> so um, when you're having the heart attack, you can actually make it all the way to your car and inject yourself with the, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> with yeah. the EpiPen or whatever it was and, and, and make it back to your base. Conveniently, the government gives you an Aston Martin to do it in, you know, mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> So my, my point, though, is, is that if you have someone that knows you the best, that knows your family, that knows, that knows you and is doing the interpretation of what these strange medical people are saying to you in a hospital setting, um, you know, your, your odds go up that you're going you're gonna to weather the storm better and you're going to have less stress and stress is a known problem. And, uh, and that's the other, that's the other thing is that you're in a stressful business cause you got to take, you know, stay on top of things. So if you can lower your healthcare stress, oh my God, that helps your performance anyway. And that's something, and, and it helps your blood pressure. It helps knowing that, you know, Hey, my, you know, I got a doc who's got my back. I feel yeah. that. 
I feel that right now. I know my doc's got my back. If I need to, I, you know, I can WhatsApp him. WhatsApp is a very popular application down here. And uh, I can WhatsApp him and say, what do you think? And he'll say, eh, yeah, do this. And I've done that multiple times. Never had to go to the office. Interesting. Once a year, I go to the office. Well, so I'll fun. let you know how it goes with my uh, experience here and see if that becomes the same sort of thing. That would make me very excited. Yes. <laughs> well, listen, it's it's been great to have you on uh, and and to chat about your own situation and opening up. And I hope you you uh, maybe take it upon yourself to write it down and, and keep your own little uh, I'm journal. thinking it might be blog worthy, you know? Yeah, it is. But, it uh, is. But also hearing member. <laughs> yeah. And I look forward to that. I look forward to hearing. I'm, and I'm sure people will, will relate, you know, they'll, they'll hear it in your voice and there's nothing like that. I mean, I've always, I, I had a business partner a long time ago when email started and he said, you know, email sucks as a communication tool, <laughs> <laughs> chats and email. And, and they do for major reasons. You don't hear the voice. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, right. this is why I think, I would blog it and then we can talk about it and people can hear it. And it's an ongoing journey that you have that, that millions of people, dare I say billions of people around the world are on the same journey because they have these conditions and they have multiple issues. Yeah. We know we didn't even talk about conditions. We can do that next time. But, um, I think, um, yeah, for all the guys out there that are like overweight and have diabetes and high blood pressure and, uh, now back pain, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, well, they're, they're with you too. You know? <laughs> I, I, I firmly believe that. So let's let's do this. Why don't you send, shoot me an email or a chat or whatever and let me know it's time to have a conversation and we'll continue it. Absolutely. I'd love to. All right. Well, terrific. Thank you for uh, your time. And, and as always, it's great to catch up. And Thanks, uh, we will chat soon. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Winning Healthcare Food Fight Show. Hit the subscribe button to hear more expert thinking on getting better care without the mess.